This is the Press Play Podcast, powered by Splinify. Join us as we dispel the mystery that surrounds video, the world's most popular medium for communication. We'll share our expertise and provide the best analyses, strategies, and practices as we show you how to establish brand awareness, create noteworthy educational content, and drive insane amounts of revenue. Here's your host, Derek Gerber. Hello, it's your host of Press Play, Derek Gerber. How you doing? Welcome to another episode. I'm so excited. We've got Adam Hartel, who is one of the lead recruiters at Noman. How you doing today, Adam? What's good? I'm doing great, Derek. Thanks so much. Um, thanks for having me on. Thanks for jumping on the show, man. We're really excited to jump into the world of animation behind the scenes, more towards video games today. And that's a part of the excitement on this episode is that when we talk about the business side of bringing stories to life, it always takes the artists to make that happen. And so we have a specialist here in the game who recruits some of the world's best talents that are being trained right now to create your up and coming favorite video games and movies out there in the wild. So I'm going to let Adam talk more about it. But Adam, tell us who you are and what you do for a living. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as you mentioned, um, I, re- I work, you know, my my full time job is is I work as a recruiter at Noman. Um, which what that basically means is that I get to do things like this. Um, I'm a representative that's very public facing uh, for a school, but that means I get to do a lot of fun stuff. Like I host a lot of our live streams. I spend a lot of time talking with high school students, community college students, helping to clarify the pathway towards being an industry artist, which sometimes is, is a little vague or it's, it's hard to know what to do to kind of get there. And when it comes to to traveling and putting the name out there, how is Noman innovating in terms of the world of marketing from recruitment side of things? How are you differentiating yourself from the game? Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, one of the things that I love about my job because I'm I'm also an artist. I'm I'm an artist first. I, I work as a as a concept artist. I've done stuff in video games, um, and as well as uh, working on uh, you know characters and costumes for film. Um, so. I work at Noman out of passion. It's the school that I wish had been around when I was graduating from high school. Um, and uh, what's fun about Noman, which I'll have an opportunity to share a little bit more later, is really it speaks for itself. Like, I feel like my job is less like trying to market Noman to people and more like I get to be Santa Claus and show up and, you know, be like Han Solo in The Force Awakens, just go, it's real. All of it's real. Like, it's all here. And I think the people that are really passionate about that differentiate themselves. So really... Uh, it's more about me just connecting people whose dreams align with what Noman is offering and to say, you you can have access to this. On the more technical side, you know, we're very hands-on as a school. We're a smaller school, which means, you know, I do everything ranging from I get to host live streams that aren't just information about Noman, but also interviews with some of the top artists in the industry out there. So we really, I think one of the ways we market the school is we create a community around ourselves that is accessible to everyone. So whether it's interviews with artists, educational content, and then, you know, that becomes the vehicle to say, and this is who we are. But, um, you know, my goal, whenever I'm presenting about the school is always to add value right then and there to the listener, whether, whether or not they choose to go to Noman afterwards, I want everybody who's been a part of something to walk away feeling like, Hey, I gained something new, or I've got a fresh perspective on something. I love it. And just to do a little name dropping, uh, tell us some of the projects that you've been working on yourself, just to give us some some idea and context here, because you're straight out of Hollywood. This is where all the biggest things go down, of course. Sure. Give us a little bit of that. Yeah. And you're talking about me personally as an artist or? Yeah, you personally, okay. and then maybe so, perhaps the school and what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for myself personally, I'm in a, you know, the boat that I'm in is 
very common for a lot of concept artists out there, which is most of the projects that I've worked on and am working on, I cannot talk about. <laughs> um, so that's that's always the quandary. Um, but uh, the one, you know, one I had the, to ask for it. I had to try to oh, get it out sure, of you, man. Sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, but um, what I what I would say is, you know, the areas that I am I, that I have worked in, um, I've I one of the announced titles or shipped games that I got to work on was 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 a great you know little game from one of the biggest indie studios. Um, in the States at Way Forward. So I got to work on some prop design and stuff like that for them. Um, and then, you know, aside from just kind of what kind of stuff I'm working on right now, as opposed to projects, is I've been integrating a lot of 3D into my 2D workflow. And that has given me the ability to create, uh, you know, high, highly realistic illustrations of characters and character costume. Um, so that, that's kind of the wheelhouse that I'm working in right now. That's amazing. We're both in the industry of bringing stories to life, just mm-hmm. in very different ways. <laughs> sure. So, and being- yeah, and as you can see, I'm a massive Star Wars fan. Um, so, you know, if you if you go to my Instagram, the majority of that is going to be personal work, and it's a lot of it's going to be Star Wars related, just because that's when I want to have fun. That's what I like to make. As far as Nomen goes, uh, what I would say about Nomen is what we are. One way to say is what we are creating. The the art that we are making is we are forming the the some of the top artists that are going into the industry today. So our alumni have worked on amazing projects, you know, ranging from Marvel MCU films to, you know, uh, some of some of the, the action blockbusters that you see. A lot of the major films that you'll see out there, if you can imagine the movie poster, a very good portion of them has been worked on by a Nomen grad. Um, and then as well as games, you know, we've had uh, alumni working on games like the God of War franchise, um, we've got alumni at Naughty Dog, you know, working on great games like The Last of Us. And, you know, the, the list goes on. And if anybody's curious about it, you can always go to our website and just go to Alumni Success and they'll just be like a never ending page of movie and, and game posters and stuff. I know about all those different brands and instantly had a flashback to all my childhood memories of just endlessly playing games till two or totally. three in the morning. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Um, and, you know, and affecting around, you know, the world around us today. Yes. All these blockbuster films, it takes so many different people to come together um, in terms of a, a unification effort. But it still takes a lot of talent to want to pick up that brush and actually be the one who puts down that stroke of paint so everyone else can pull out their red pen and judge it. So I think that it's it's a tough world to be in because you've really got to put your creative self out there. You have to mm-hmm. be open to that input and constructive about it. So when it comes to, I don't know, just the competitive world of marketing, right? When we're talking about getting your brand, recruiting the best talents, showing how you're differentiating yourself, how would you best describe that? You started with building a community. Maybe we can mm-hmm. go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start there. I think it's a great place to start. Um, you know, one of the immediate things that comes to mind is I think the, like I said, the most accessible part of Nomen, whether you're going to Nomen as a student, um, whether you're a fan of Nomen or you're just hearing about Nomen are our events. Um, so our events range, uh, during quarantine, they've all been, you know, online live, live streams and things like that. But, you know, we're getting ready to reopen campus in the fall, which means we'll be having live events um, at, our, at our Lenovo stage. So um, what that looks like is a 100% free event to the public that you can attend and get to not sit in a massive auditorium, but like a room that seats about 100, 150 people max with people 
um, that are like the visual development team from Marvel. Or we had uh, like some of the different artists in the pipeline from Riot Games come out and they did a whole event called A Day in the Life of an Artist at Riot Games. And they showed their work and talk about what they do. So the reason why we do that is we, number one, we want our students who are right there at the school to have access to the best people, um, to the best events. But we open it to the public because um, we want to uh, continue to be a, an innovative and mainstay in that sphere, whether it's industry people showing up to our events or artists that are dreaming about doing this and are like, you mean I can get FaceTime with a person like that or I can, I can see them present their work. Um, so we're constantly doing that. Now I'll peel back a couple of layers, moving back from that kind of the outermost edge. Um, and I would say as an art school, what there's three things that I say really set Noman apart. Um, the first one is that Noman's incredibly highly focused. Like a lot of art schools have a lot of different art degrees that are available, different art departments within that art school. Noman would be like if you took just one singular department, and that would be like digital production and 3D art for games and film and in, in an art school and blew that up into being a full-blown college, just that one thing. Um, so what that does for us is it lets us leverage all our resources towards training in those areas. Um, another thing is that, you know, Noman was started by an industry artist for industry artists um, in the mid-90s. Um, so that was, you know, we were born kind of more in, by the industry, inside the industry, and the necessity for industry artists to learn this stuff when it was brand, brand new. Um, so that's always kept us in that sphere and helped us to stay cutting edge. Um, but as we rapidly grew, we became, you know, a more publicly facing school offering a degree and all of that. And then sort of the third thing that I talk about is Noman definitely places its emphasis on education, right? Because we're teaching artists, we're training artists, but that education actually is there to serve a, a more important emphasis. And that is making artists ready for careers. So, we don't want to be the kind of school that is just focused on teaching artists skills and then saying, now you go out in the wild and figure out how to turn that into a career. Our job is to make sure that we are supplying the industry with the artists that the industry is looking for. So, um, so that what that means in terms of like brass tacks is we have like, uh, was it during the pandemic year in 2020, 94% of our graduates found a job in studio within six months of finishing our program. So we have an incredibly high placement rate, very, a lot of success in finding work for our students. And then those career services are available to them throughout their career. So that last point, I think, is one of the things that just uh, people just scratch their heads. Like they haven't really heard that before. Um, so that definitely uh, differentiates us. And then the last thing is like, just look at the student work. Um, the student work is, for the most part, on par with professional work that's being done out there um, in studios. So yeah, that's kind of the, in a nutshell, as it were. My answer no, that that's question. amazing. Yeah. You touched on so many different things. You've built a community. You're building brand awareness, brand legitimacy by name dropping, by bringing the talent to you. You're providing educational uh, outlets for people to connect with the thought leaders in the industry. So it's genuine, it's insightful, and it's helpful. And the results show that 94% of them can get a job in the world's mm -hmm. pandemic life, right? Uh, crazy times. As people begin to stream more and more content, more and more demands for new, fresh content obviously yes. become available. And you can see that all of the students going through Adam's program uh, seem to find their way on the backside of it. And we all get to prosper. So it's so cool to get this mm -hmm. little bit of insight on the back on the back end. So when it comes to uh, the latest innovations in Noman, right? Mm -hmm. What what inspires you? What sparks you next? What's what's the next plan here going on to, to the end of the year and beyond? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, the the so the obvious one right now is like we can't wait to get back on campus and you know having all the students on campus. Um, and if you go to Noman um, or if you go to our website, and watch our campus reel, you'll see that we are anything but sort of a typical college campus, like educational campus. Um, and that is because our founder, Alex Alvarez, he will actually, anytime we open a new space or digital lab or, any, or even our library at Noman, um, he's very hands-on. He'll actually design the space uh, to be a creative space, to be visually inspiring and compelling. So it's all like custom, even the shelves in the library for the books are like custom built. You know, you walk in there, it feels like the Hogwarts of VFX. So, you know, aside from that just being really cool and creative to do um, for our space, the reason why we do it is we want everybody who's on campus to feel 100% inspired. Everything you just said, like they, it's kind of pushing them forward. And we surround them with student artwork. We print up student artwork and put it on the walls. And then we also print uh, project posters like films and games and stuff that alumni and our instructors have worked on. And we put that up everywhere. So when they're in a lab, you know, spending a considerable amount of time doing their work and, and creating what they're making, they're surrounded by kind of like all this creative space and lighting and then all these projects in the industry is sort of like propelling them forward, like inspiring them and saying like, this is the world that you're a part of. So that's a really big part of it. And then on the more technical side, you know, our entire IT team and our, um, you know, our, our head of like our technologies department, all of that, we are like constantly maintaining our hardware and software to make sure that all of our systems have 100% industry standard, you know, the graphics cards you're going to need, the kind of systems you're going to need, um, and all the software that studios are using. So all of that's just at the student's fingertips. So the idea is you don't even have to buy software and a computer to to train at Noman. We've got it. You just come to us and our la- that space, that inspiring space I described is like open from like, I think something like nine in the morning to, to 12 or one in the morning. And our students are just there to utilize it. Um, but the biggest thing I think that's constantly pushing Noman forward are, our, aside from our instructors, who are all industry artists, they're required to be to work there. So they're you know, imagine being an art student going into a classroom about environments for games and your instructor is Nate Stevens, who who led the environment team for making God of War, right? Like this is the guy you're learning from. That's that's inspiring. And you, you know, it's like, I don't even need an internship. I'm interning with Nate by being in his class. But the thing I was getting to is because of that, it's it's about our students. You know, we, our students, uh, you said it earlier about how, you know, with this, with streaming content and all of that, there really is a high demand for artists in the industry. And everybody kind of can look at it sometimes with a scarcity mentality, like there's not going to be enough jobs and the student next to me is competition. But that's not the way that it is known because we know that our students, our graduates are in high demand. So everybody who's there is like not competing with each other. They're maybe working on different projects, but they're in the same lab and they're looking over each other's shoulders and go, that's really cool. And another student might say, how did you do that? I'm struggling in this area. So I guess it kind of comes back to the community again, right? That's what's constantly pushing us forward, you know? And then, you know, we're just surrounding them with the industry, with the tools that they need. And then because of our relationship with the industry, and I'll kind of wrap up my answer at this point, um, we are making sure that we are always meeting the demand of the industry, not just the education, but what the industry is looking for. And so that keeps us honest because we want our students to have jobs but it also keeps us on the cusp of whatever is, you know, coming next. Things like digital production, the way that it did Mandalorian, you know, with the big volume, with the screens behind them, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah. And it, I mean, you're, you're totally on point because when it comes to the background work of what it takes to generate five or 10 seconds of that mm-hmm. type of content, um, even for us on the back end and explainify, it could take, uh, you know, six to 12 hours to do five seconds of animation and you know, custom yeah. animation, no templates. But again, from the same side, now you're getting into visual effects line, you're getting into interactive objects. You want to avoid clipping, simple things. But then there's yeah. also the super advanced, what should this environment look like? And that's what I find inspirational is that not only are you bringing the whole platform for everybody to develop evenly at their own pace, you're providing mm-hmm. constant interjections of other variables that give us way more visualization around, oh, wow, I can bring this to life and here's how I do it. Oh, and there's a job right there waiting for me by the yep. time I'm done with it. And so like, that's really hard to touch on is that when it, when it comes to this industry of being a creator, creative and a part of a big production, sometimes it's easy to forget that it takes thousands of man hours to produce an hour long episode. And maybe that's something we can talk about is how long does it actually take to make something, right? What's driving them to work endless nights to produce this content? What's that look like for someone? Um, Well, that's, that's a really common question that comes up a lot, like on a live stream where we have an artist uh, you know, who's worked on a game environment or something like that. And then one of the inevitable questions that comes, well, how long did it take you, how long does it take you to make something like this? Um, and then the answer always varies, right? There's a lot of different components that are going to determine how long it takes. Sometimes it's budget. Sometimes the, you know, the, the studio or the, the director, or the art director is like, we can only afford to spend this much time on this aspect, right? So sometimes it's a constraint like that. And so the studio and the artists have to meet that demand um, and they have to find a way to provide something good within a limited amount of time that's either dictated by money or by time constraint. Um, now, on the other end of that, sometimes there's projects where you've got a lot of runway in front of you, right? Like there's a lot of time to spend. And so um, sometimes the answer to that question is kind of like, what is the container we're filling? It's going to get filled. So if the container is really, really big and we have a lot of room to work with, well, then more time investment is going to be able to go in. Whereas sometimes it's just like, guys, this is, you know, the next episode needs to get done by this date. And so we're going to make it happen. So I know that's a really generalized answer, but I think I'll also answer it by saying this, you know, the industry is demanding. Now, I think that there's been definitely in recent years an increase in culture and value on like, hey, let's not just overwork our artists, right? Let's make sure that if they have to make a sprint and and pull a 60 or 70 hour work week for a project, that that is just a sprint and that doesn't become like the common situation. And I think generally the atmosphere is getting better. But when it comes down to it, you've got to have the drive and the belief in the project to put in the time necessary. So uh, what we do at Nomen is our program's super full time. Like it really is. Like we we encourage our students not to try to maintain jobs on the side while they're going to Nomen because two reasons. Number one, the the demand of the coursework is going to be as much demand, if not more, than what you're going to face in studio. Um, and that's that's by necessity, because if you want to be ready to, if you want those studios out there saying, we want you after four years in a program, that's the level of investment you have to make while you're in the program to, to get all the skill sets. But then the other side of it is, you know, we, I, I've heard of alumni, you know, finishing the program and they work super hard and they go out and start working in the studio and they're like, Hey, this is this doesn't feel super hard, <laughs> um, in the sense of like I, you know, I not having to put in quite as many hours, or it's not quite as intense as it was at Nomen, and you know that's also by design because we don't want someone to go through a program to get a job and go, whoa, 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 wait a minute, 
you want me to work how hard <laughs> on this project? You know, so a lot of it's those soft skills. Uh, so it's a little bit of a roundabout, and I don't have like a specific, like kind of be all end all answer to the question, but it's more of a perspective building thing, I think. No, and this is perfectly right on topic because it leads me into my next one is that uh, with different types of complexity around animation and design, do you see a trend in one direction or not? Like, are are people going more towards the, uh, let's just say the aesthetic, psychedelic, freestyle world of things, or are they more dialed into real world type of animations? Given all the technologies we have to produce these things now, it's much easier to create something more realistic maybe than it was a couple Mm -hmm. of years uh, ago, but then like moving forward, there's all these, uh, you know, abstract artists that are taking the scene. Have mm-hmm. you seen a trend towards anything in terms of design or demand from the industry? Yeah. I mean, I, I can answer that from the perspective of, um, what I see that Noman applicants are into like, oh, where it. they're coming from, what they want to do. I can, you know, just as a, as a person and as an artist, I can say, I, my opinion is that I think it's the best time ever to be alive as an artist and an artist wanting to work in production because especially with all of the streaming content that's coming out, it's now not like, well, do would people, if we have this, you know, prime time hour to fill on a network that we can only fit one hour inside, which means we're going to pick one show. What are people into? They want to see stylized. They want to see realistic. And then one has to beat the other. Whereas now, because it's all asynchronous and it's streaming, it's like, what does the public want? Because they can watch it whenever they want. Um, it's on demand. And what I see is like you have this beautiful garden of like so many different kinds of things coming up because they're not necessarily two styles are not directly competing with each other. So you see amazing like if you've watched Love, Death and Robots um, that that came out so long ago, just within that, all those short stories, so many different styles and looks. So that's Adam, the artist and the fan, you know, (laughs) speaking to it. But I think when it comes to applicants to Nomen, because of that market, because there is a market that's like, hey, you know what? We actually have room for a super stylized looking animation that's also a gritty, realistic war story because there's room for that now in production. Um, we're seeing students, you know, come in who are like, I want to do hyper-realistic video game characters or some students that are like, I want to do super, super stylized characters or other people that are just like, I want to blow up spaceships and space stations and like all this stuff. So in my opinion, based on the kind of applicants we're seeing, Nomen is not going to cater to one style over another. What we're looking for is it's looking for those artists with the drive to do the work and to to follow through on the training they're going to need. That's going to augment their personal you know goals as an artist in the style and, and area that they want to work in. I hope that helps. Again, it's kind of a broad answer, but no, phenomenal answer. You've nailed all the answers. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just trying to be quiet because I talk too much. I. Uh... I get all excited. I get gushy about it because I come from this world of like, okay, you have to fit within the parameters to now, hey, it's a little more freestyle these days. Come up with the next viral thing. Come up Mm -hmm. with the next viral look. And it almost kind of flipped itself on its head as being very corporate and structured as to what the expectation was to even clients today going, hey, we're totally open to ideas. What would you suggest? Uh, We have a new thing over here, but if you want to make it like that or not, whatever. And like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of something that's difficult to follow, but also something that we've embraced uh, greatly here at Explainify alone is that with our artists and our talents, it's like we have a, a certain degree of freedom, you know, out of 10. How much can we go do with your brand? And so when it comes to movies and content and entertainment and video games, I feel like I've seen a plethora of different options come up to life 
just within the last year yeah. or so. Um, if you go mm-hmm. through all these streaming apps, you'll see there's all different types of thumbnails now, and they all have different aspects and shapes. I was just looking at it last night. Half of them are animation. The other half are realistic. Others are pushing into realms that we've not even thought about yet. And we think about right. today's most popular streaming shows. They tend to incorporate just a little bit of everything um, just to make it fun. I'm loving the show Loki right now. And oh, in yeah. the middle of Loki, there is an explainer video. <laughs> Come on. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. And, and they had that? to go find a kind of period piece looking stylized animator to make the little whatever <laughs> that little yeah. person little was course. that was explaining things to him. Yeah. Uh, my goodness. Right. And so I did, I paused right there and I had to tell my wife and I was like, look, explainer video. Um, yep, you can get totally. it though. Like it's, it's fun watching things come to life just like that uh, in a realistic aspect, but I've really enjoyed uh, this episode today. So, so you got to tell me what's next for you and Noman, what, what's going on? What's next for Noman? Uh, again, I mean, I'm, I'm not the chief creative officer. I'm not the, uh, the, you know, I'm not Alex Alvarez. They could probably give a lot more dimension to that question. But what I can say is, you know, uh, aside from being able to get back on campus, getting our students in in the space that we really feel is the best space to learn in, um, online's been going great, but that's no substitute. I think what's next for Noman is, you know, we, especially the department that I work in, we want to make sure that everybody who needs to hear that this can be a career is hearing that. That's probably the biggest limiter because the majority of the time, like I said, I never have to convince an artist who really wants to do this, you should do this. Usually I'm showing up and I'm talking about training opportunities and they're like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Like I could do this as a job and you're telling me that like there's a, I can go through a program of education that will prepare me and launch me into a job. Like that's amazing. Where do I sign up? So I think a big part of it is just to make sure that we're finding that tribe of people that are looking for that and making sure that they have access um, and that they understand what it's going to take. I think in another area, uh, like in 2020, we launched a new uh, concentration within our within our full time program, and it's a VFX concentration. You you learn you traditionally can always learn VFX at Noman, but we're recognizing that you know with the growth of visual effects and the, even the areas that it's branching into, like we talked about virtual production for, you know, backgrounds in the Mandalorian, that kind of stuff. There's just more people looking at that going like, I want to do that thing. Um, So we opened up a new VFX concentration, which provides like more advanced visual effects uh, training uh, to students in the full-time program. And then, you know, I would say, while we are very careful to make sure that we don't turn something into a curriculum until we feel that it's ready to have its own curriculum, we've always got our pulse on uh, the next tools or where things could go next. So like, you know, for a while now, Noman has had a VR lab, right? Um, and a lot of people are like, well, you know, what what do I need to learn to do VR? It's like, well, really, it's the games pipeline is what's what's going to, it's, it's, it's a video game that you strap to your face is what VR is. So we match the games pipeline that we already have with a lab where they can go in and then do that work in VR, inspect their projects, and their environments in VR and test it out and that kind of stuff. And then, uh, you know, we've got our eyes on on all of the innovations that are currently happening, uh, ranging from, you know, visual production to, um, you know, our our, our founder, Alex. He I think he has just recently finished a uh, a full on thing with Unreal, you know, uh, an Unreal fellowship, like getting into the nitty gritty of really learning that and understanding we've been teaching Unreal for a long time, but. I'm sure as you're aware of, and a lot of your audience is aware of, like Unreal 5 has been a game changer, you know, and metahumans and all these things that are happening. 
Um, so Noman's looking at all of that saying, hey, you know, that the industry is going to be using this and is using this. So we want to make sure that we are always aligned with that. So that's where it helps us to stay agile and stay relatively small as a school, is we want to make sure that we don't have to go through gobs of red tape to go, you know what, we need to be teaching this now. But we can really turn on a dime and say, let's get it up and running. Let's do it. Let's make sure the artists are learning what they need. I am geeking out over here. I could go <laughs> on for hours talking about more and more. But I'm going to save Adam uh, a couple of minutes there. But Adam, loved having you on the show today. You get us all oh, my excited. Pleasure. You really brought to life what it takes to to find excitement in this industry, what you're doing to tailor the next generation of talent, and what you're doing to inspire them once they're done with their degree and, and moving into real-life applications. Uh, Noman is creating content that we all love and enjoy today, and that's the way I look at it. And so when it comes to recruiting and inspiring that next generation again and again, the talent gets uh, you know better and better as technology gets better and better. And I think that's what's so impressive to me is there you've got an amazing bridge of technology, talent, and then inspiration. Only wonderful mm-hmm. things can come from that as you start to bring people's stories to life. And so with that, thank you so much, Adam. Again, Absolutely. I've been your host, Derek Gerber on Press Play. We'll talk again soon. Thanks. Thank you, Derek. <laughs>